merging video and extended reality for remote assistance. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Gary York, co-founder and CEO of Help Lightning. Welcome, Gary. Well, thank you, Tanya. Pleasure to be with you today. So what's the mission at Help Lightning, and why did you co-found the company? Well, Help Lightning, the technology behind Help Lightning was invented by a, a, a friend of mine who's a neurosurgeon, and he wanted to be able to engage with remote surgical support from a thousand miles away. So imagine that there's a patient in an auto accident. He has a life-saving procedure. The surgeon on, uh, at the remote hospital doesn't know that procedure. Uh, so uh, he uh, invented this idea of virtual interactive presence as, as if he could be present in the surgical suite, engaging with the local surgeon and showing that surgeon exactly what to do. As you can imagine, when you're doing surgery, precision is incredibly important. You don't want to cut the wrong thing. So, uh, so he focused on this, uh, this invention, which we call merged reality, which is a type of augmented reality, allowing the expert to be um, virtually present through using gestures and tools um, in the field of view. How has the pandemic served as a catalyst for remote visual assistance? Yes, so we found uh, before the pandemic, we had actually found tremendous market opportunity in, um, in the field, field services and technical support services markets. So we had shifted away from, uh, from uh, clinical care where the technology was invented and found that complex pieces of equipment were fantastic markets for us where you're, uh, you're doing not, sur not surgery on a human, but you're actually engaged instead with fixing um, inspecting, maintaining, and repairing complex pieces of equipment. So we had made that shift. And with the pandemic hit, now all of a sudden our customers, uh, companies such as uh, Siemens Healthineers, Cox Communications, um, Otis Elevator, all of a sudden they couldn't send their technicians uh, out to perform uh, these uh, mission critical services that they had been performing before. So when, when travel restrictions came upon us, uh, uh, the, the uh, social distancing, then all of a sudden the health and safety of their employees and of their customers became vitally important. So instead they shifted to using more of Help Lightning in order to allow them to be there, be present virtually. What they found is that in many situations, they didn't, they didn't need to be on site. Instead, they could, uh, work, uh, they could work virtually and solve many problems without actually being there on site. What are some merged reality use cases and where do you see the market going in the coming year? Well, merge reality is, uh, is, a, is an advance over a video-based conferencing. So we all know about video-based solutions or even video when you have telestration capabilities. So you can, you can, I can see what you're seeing with your remote video, but now I can telestrate on it. And what we've shown is that merge reality is the next generation of that capability. And by being virtually present, you can actually solve a large class of problems that can't be solved simply with video and video, and video with illustration. There are uh, decades of scientific studies that show how much powerful it is to show somebody how to solve a problem rather than try to talk them through it or tell them about it. And that's what merge reality allows you to do. So um, in addition, we've, done, we've performed studies that show that 30% more problems can be solved with merge reality than can be solved uh, without it using just video or video with telestration. So it's, it's a proven technology that allows you to, uh, 
to solve problems in more powerful ways and, and solve more problems that you couldn't solve previously. Are there B2C applications for remote visual assistants? Uh, there are. We actually have uh, customers, for example, Cox uh, Communications, I mentioned, when the pandemic hit, initially California uh, locked down uh, the state and uh, the Cox field service engineers were not um, allowed, nor was it prudent for them to go in the houses of their customers. Well, at the same time, people were forced to uh, work from home, and now all of a sudden they were even more dependent on that, on their, uh, their home um, internet services and other electronic services. And um, so now Cox was able to uh, use their field service engineers, not lay them off, keep them employed, but instead use them using Help Lightning to provide those appointments virtually. So they would virtually come inside your home and virtually talk you through um, how to resolve problems in, in order to you know, get you back up and running and make sure that you were productive um, as, as you may have been forced to go home and work from home. You've mentioned some enterprise level organizations. Can small businesses leverage merged reality or is it more of an enterprise tool? Uh, yes, uh, um, remote visual assistance has applications for a broad range. It's a, it's a huge market, including a very long tail of small businesses that can benefit from it. We have, we have businesses that, uh, that are you know, a two, two person shop, but they have a high level of expertise and they wanna be able to project that expertise uh, and in order to, um, to sell their services. So it can be used by small businesses. We have a lot of small companies um, in the, um, for example, in the food services business, there are a lot of regional players who will um, service uh, uh, refrigerators or, or uh, in, in restaurant equipment in, in, uh, in industrial settings. And so in, in those kind of uh, small regional businesses often can use this technology to, to improve the quality of their service, reduce uh, their, uh, their uh, number of truck rolls, uh, reduce the downtime for their customers and thereby increasing customer satisfaction and also add additional service revenue. We actually have one customer during the pandemic, they actually increased their service revenue by 20% because they added a new code, a new product using Help Lightning uh, to be able to provide services. And they were inundated with customers who didn't want them on site but they still had problems they needed, uh, needed addressed. And so they were able to increase service revenue by using a tool of the sort. And many of those are, are small businesses who, um, who are uh, especially hit hard by, by the pandemic. How should organizations measure ROI? What are the key metrics? That's a great question. The, the typical metrics for service organizations are things like their first time fix rate. So can, how long does it, can you, can you fix the problem on your the first time? Um, and, and we certainly have proven that a substantial improvement in first time fix rate for a couple of reasons. Um, also the time to problem resolution. If I call an 800 number, if, if you can resolve the problem for me without having to, to dispatch somebody, without having me to take time off from my job and, and, uh, and meet you, you know, on Tuesday morning, then it's a tremendous improvement um, in that we also, uh, uh, have, have seen substantial increases in customer satisfaction. One of our customers, again, during the pandemic, uh, they received their first ever perfect customer satisfaction score during, um, during the summer. And they did that because they, they were using Help Lightning and their customers saw that they were going to extraordinary um, lengths in order to help them keep up and running. This particular customer actually sells 
COVID lab testing equipment. And so it was incredibly important that they be able to continue to provide those services during the pandemic. In fact, they actually saw an increase in demand. Um, one interesting thing that they also did is um, when they were shipping this equipment to places all over the world that needed increased, increased testing capacity for COVID, and they were able to um, ship help lightning, but they also shipped smart glasses along with the and when they shipped the equipment, the lab testing equipment, they'd also ship smart glasses along with it. And, and they would, uh, when the equipment arrived, they'd have the customer put on the smart glasses and they'd talk them through the setup, they'd talk them through the training, they'd talk them through, uh, through getting up and running. So that it, it, typically, historically, they would send somebody on site to do all that, but now they found they could do that entire process virtually and increase testing capacity, get the customers up and running, without ever, ever actually meeting them uh, physically in person. It was really a great story. What are the process design and budgetary steps to take when implementing remote visual assistance? Well, we, we work with all our, our customers to understand their use cases first. What are those use cases? How often do they happen? Uh, what, you know, how can we change the way you do business in order to take advantage of these kind of tools so instead of continuing the, with the old practices, you, uh, we help you innovate and integrate these kind of tools into your existing processes. So that's the first step is understanding that your processes and the, and, the, and the use cases and making sure they're a good fit for these technologies. The second is that we, often, we do integrate into the existing tools that our customers have. So if they have a field service management platform, we integrate in that platform. So with a single click, you can launch a help lightning call in order to support your technician out in the field. Or, or support your customer who calls the 800 number. So those integrations are incredibly important also. Uh, we have a series of steps which are best practices around, uh, around people change. Re really the technology is straightforward and works, uh, works well, but the biggest challenges for any organization, especially larger organizations, are the people change that you have to go through. So um, you, you have to make sure you have the right messaging, you're focused on customer value creation and, and that that you uh, are, uh, you, your, your employees know when to use these technologies in order to, to give the most benefit to your customers and to the organization. Dr. Gary York, co-founder and CEO of Help Lightning. If somebody wants to connect with you, Gary, maybe they wanna find out more about Help Lightning, what's the best way they can do any of that? Yes, I, you can find me on Twitter. My uh, Twitter handle is at Gary York Tech. Sounds good. Thanks for joining us, Gary. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Thanks. Bye-bye. Of course. And find more of my interviews and subscribe right here on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or at tanyaha.net. Thanks for watching.